This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. This episode of Serial is made possible by Goldline. Read their important risk information and find out if gold or silver is right for you. Call them like I did years ago, 877-370-COIN, or go to goldline.com. Glenn Beck, the Blaze Radio Network. Last time, in our examination of the breakdown of the American family unit, we looked at the effects on our children, which have been stunning. Educationally, emotionally, economically, and criminally. But what has caused all of this destruction? Economist and political philosopher Thomas Sowell explains that part of the problem has been the government intervention into the lives of the poor, especially blacks. It's incredible the, the way you start the story in the middle, uh, as if there's a predestined amount of poverty, a predestined amount of unemployment, and that the welfare system is not itself in any way responsible. You mentioned, for example, the female-headed household. Many of those, in addition to the, the grown woman who has all the, all the kids, are teenage pregnancies. Uh, there's not a predestined amount of teenage pregnancy. I grew up in an era when people, and particularly blacks, were a lot poorer than today, faced a lot more discrimination than today, and in which the teenage pregnancy rate was a lot lower than today. I don't believe there is a predestined amount of teenage pregnancy, a predestined amount of husband desertion. Uh, the, uh, Gutman has done a study of the black family, showing that this whole notion that this is, the black family has always been disintegrating, that that is nonsense, that his, his studies go up to 1925, the great bulk of black families were intact, two-parent families up through 1925, and going all the way back through the era of slavery. So it is now only within our own time that we suddenly see this inevitable tragedy which the welfare system says it's going to rush into solve. In 1964, President Lyndon Johnson announced the war on poverty. And this administration today, here and now, declares unconditional war on poverty in America. $22 trillion later, that battlefield is lined with remnants of broken American families. Huge government welfare and indoctrination programs have contributed to dependency. They strip people of dignity, help to raise unemployment, and in general, enslaved three generations of American citizens. But there have been other factors as well. For instance, there was the feminist movement. In the feminine mystique, New York academic Betty Friedan wrote a devastating critique of the modern woman's situation. Women, as well as men, can only find their identity in work that uses their full capacities. A woman cannot find her identity in the dull routine of housework, she wrote. If a job is to be the way out of the trap for a woman, it must be a job that she can take seriously as part of a life plan work in which she can grow as part of society. Beginning in the early 1960s, progressives in the feminist movement began to tell women that they couldn't be fulfilled by just being in the home with their children. Women could have it all. Unfortunately, their children couldn't. The children wound up being left with someone else other than a mother or a father for most of the day. There are, of course, circumstances for many where the dual income is necessary to survive. But the overriding theme of hardline feminists was you weren't really contributing to society if all you did was raise your children. At its core, the movement also had strong anti-men sentiments. Did you call it patriarchy? Did you call it capitalism? What was what was We the just uh, sort of said it was men. <laughs> After the women's movement, society changed. 
1950, the ratio of men to women in the workplace was 71 to 29 percent. By 2000, it was 53 to 47 percent. Now, how many would claim that the family unit has strengthened in that time? And there has been the cultural influence. In 2008, ABC reported, This is Gloucester, Massachusetts, America's oldest fishing port. Last fall, a storm blew through this town, but it wasn't from off the Atlantic. It was from inside the halls of Gloucester High School, where 18 girls allegedly made a pact to get pregnant. Turns out there was no pact, but it made for some explosive headlines. Just as Bristol Palin's pregnancy turned into a gale-force story. But the trouble is, teenage pregnancy isn't about celebrities or outlandish rumors. It's about our daughters and our sons in every town from coast to coast. For the first time in 15 years, the teen birth rate is on the rise. Three-quarters of a million American girls will become pregnant this year. While the pact among the 18 high school girls wasn't real, their pregnancies definitely were. And true to statistics, 80% of the teen fathers were not interested in their responsibilities. In the movies, on TV, the internet, virtually everywhere, you see that the attitude of whether the traditional family unit is important has drastically changed. As in this segment on Headline News. In that brand new interview, April Rachel, that's out today, Jennifer Aniston said... Women are realizing it more and more, knowing they don't have to settle with a man just to have that child. Okay, I think she's right on one hand, but I got to say, I don't know how single moms do it. I've got the utmost respect for them. It is not easy to raise a child by any stretch. I rely on my husband completely to co-parent. So, Rachel, to the showbiz flashpoint, do you think Jennifer has that right? Absolutely. We are not living in the 50s anymore, Brooke. I mean, families are completely redefined, and I think this is part of the reason that we love her. Necessity is one thing, but to celebrate that families have been completely redefined and dismiss the traditional family unit as something that should have gone away, like the poodle skirt, is irresponsible at best. In light of what's happened to American society. Or this from MTV. Three things that I don't want to talk about. You in custody, Nathan in custody, and then my pending charge. So I met a guy. I love you. Do you think that mommy gets a lot of boyfriends really fast? Yeah. He just got out of prison for domestic violence. You are the worst boyfriend she's ever had. Teen Mom 2. It has become so bad for the American family, in fact, that there are services that advertise their specialty, which in this case is helping people cheat on their spouse. I just found out my husband's cheating on me. AshleyMadison.com Bringing your marriage back to life. Somehow that particular company survived a scandal where all of their members' secure names and information were exposed to the public. In 1970, Liberal Time magazine ran a cover story about the destruction of the American family, and it was titled, The U.S. Family, Help. From the first paragraph, they sounded the alarm. Quote, America's families are in trouble, trouble so deep and pervasive as to threaten the future of our nation, declared a major report to last week's White House conference on children. Can the family survive? Asked anthropologist Margaret Mead rhetorically. Students in rebellion, the young people living in communes, unmarried couples living together call into question the very meaning and structure of the stable family unit as our society has known it. 
The family, says California psychologist Richard Parson, is now often without function. It is no longer necessarily the basic unit in our society. The next paragraph was headlined, Enormous Crisis. Then it made the case for just how enormous. The crisis in the family, quote, The crisis in the family has implications that extend far beyond the walls of the home. No society has ever survived after its family life deteriorated, warns Dr. Paul Popno, founder of the American Institute of Family Relations. Harvard professor emeritus Carl Zimmerman has stated the most pessimistic view, quote, The extinction of faith in the familiistic system is identical with the movements in Greece during the century following wars and in Rome from about A.D. 150. In each case, the change in faith and belief in family systems was associated with a rapid adoption of negative reproduction rates and with enormous crisis in the very civilizations themselves. End quote. Even many liberals understood 46 years ago that the family is the building block of civilization. If it crumbles, so does civilization. But somehow, far too many Americans have been swallowed up in political correctness, focusing on just one aspect of the issue, tolerance. But tolerance is only one side of the coin. The other side is truth. Without truth and only tolerance, everything falls apart. Society will now tolerate virtually any substitution for the traditional family unit, ignoring the other aspects of the issue, such as truth. And the truth is, as Dr. Popno said 46 years ago, no society has ever survived after the family life deteriorated. That is the truth and a chilling fact. The traditional family provides Americans the best chance to produce the healthiest, best-educated, most well-adjusted children, according to study after study after study, year after year after year, over decades. The breakdown of the family unit is always an uncomfortable thing to discuss because someone is going to be offended or made to feel bad nearly every time the topic comes up. There are so many different family scenarios now. This is not a condemnation of anyone else's situation. Great kids come from many different family arrangements. Again, we're talking about what has happened to the family unit in general that produces the best results. Next time, we focus more specifically on the group that has been the hardest hit by the breakdown of the family. Glenn Beck. This is the Glenn Beck Program. This episode of Serial is made possible by Goldline. Read their important risk information and find out if gold or silver is right for you. Call them like I did years ago, 877-370-COIN, or go to goldline.com.